Hi, nice to meet you. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome into episode 18 of Hi, Nice to Meet You. I am Justin. I just worked a 12 and a half hour shift and it was absolutely miserable, but shout out Shipyard Pumpkinhead. First of the season is delicious. Uh, tonight's guest is the host of the Total Chaos podcast, my new friend Brendan. How's it going, man? It's fucking 2 a.m. It's it's going. It's going, man. I can man. say that much. Well, I appreciate you staying up so late to be on my show, man. It's, uh, it's, there's a bit of a time difference. It's no problem. I'm well, used I, to it. I appreciate it, man. Um, all right, well, awesome, cool. So if you're new to the show, firstly, thank you for listening. Secondly, here's how it goes. I have 445 questions. Guest comes on, picks numbers. I ask questions, things run off, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but if you're ready to get into it, man, we'll pick your first number here. I'm just going from small to big. So first off is number seven. Number seven. All right. Number seven is... Tell I your... printed them out. Uh, I wrote them down, actually, in a notebook. Um, that's oh, how nice I... dedication. I'll give it to you. Yeah, man. It's uh, It was a pain in the ass, but I think it, it, it gives the show kind of a... It makes me feel better about the show. It makes me feel like I worked yeah. harder. Actually, I have the pen ink, the empty like ink thing from the pen that I wrote all the shit in on my desk as like, a reminder of like how hard I busted my ass to fucking put this show together. Um, but all right, man, cool. So uh, tell your former self one thing. Okay, I'm... First thing that came to my mind is you're a fucking dumbass. <laughs> How former are we talking here? Like uh, as former as you want, man. Well, if I can break, I can break it down to like more or less three points. Like if I can go back to around to between the ages of six and ten, I'll tell myself to fucking throw hands. I was bullied a lot when I was young, and I never stood up for myself because I was scared of what the teachers and such would do because you know they always say oh we're against bullying tell us but as soon as you tell them like hey what the fuck are we supposed to do yeah i got punched and in I the tell- face in 10th grade and i chipped a tooth and i got suspended and it's bullshit but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I i tell my younger self dude fucking throw down um if it's more towards 15 you know, 14 year old me i tell myself none of this shit matters don't care because it was around that time that i went to a new school and all that and, and all the things that I worried about back then is just so inconsequential. And if I can go to a year back, I tell myself, hey, don't be an entitled dick. You, you, you're, you, you're not hot shit, you're nothing. I started university at the beginning of the last year. And yeah, it, 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 sometimes it's a slap in the face and I'm happy that I, I'm happy that I realized it by now. Yeah, I mean, it's good to, like, I like this one because it makes you kind of, like, real, it, it forces people to see how they've grown as a person. Because, I mean, like, for me, if I had to tell my former self one thing, I'd be like, yo, just, like, um, like ease off on, like, the constant spending of money. Um, that was one thing I've always been kind of shitty with is financial responsibility. Um, but now that I've kind of got my shit together, it's nice. So I'd say, like, dude, just kind of ease off on, like, the buying stupid shit. Like, I was gifted... I wasn't gifted money when I was 18, but 
Um, I came into about five grand when I was 18 and it lasted me about three weeks and, uh, not a great way to get like $5,000 and just kind of piss it out on like iPods and bullshit. But yeah, yeah, I would say definitely like ease off on just buying dumb shit, motherfucker. Like you don't need to, you don't need to just like buy stuff just to impress people. Like just do your thing. If there's one thing that I like, uh, just one thing that I can tell to my past self that it's going to stick, it's take more risk risks because in the end it's not gonna matter ask that girl out because it's not gonna last who cares you know not only that word she says is no yeah yeah and who cares if she says no just keep your chin up don't and it's something you shouldn't feel shame for that because when you shoot you you, you shot your shot and you missed who if it happens to everyone who cares damn yeah, man you nobody on. nobody nobody bats a hundred <laughs> like yeah i mean the, the most the, the best the most important piece of advice that i've ever heard is you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take wayne gretzky you need to take those shots you need to do i mean if you if you lose you lose but at least you can say that you tried that's the thing go down swinging yeah it's 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 the thing that i'm most scared of is looking back on my life and asking what if what Mm. if i just did that i mean i'd much rather think damn that was fucking stupid i should not have done that instead of uh, if only, if only. Yeah, it's 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 not good to have like those. Not necessarily like. I mean, I guess it could be considered regrets, but it's like you can't really regret something you never. Att- I don't know, but I hear what you're saying. It's it, it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Awesome. Well, cool. If you want, we can move on to the next one. Uh, sure. That's um, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, what do we got? Have you ever seen something you can't explain? Yes, a few times. Um, once I was, uh, there's, a, there's I, I, have, I have a few stories. I'll try and keep them short. The very first thing is, and this might be just my memories being bad because I was very young and it was with a group of friends. There was in my old hometown. There's this, there's this building, right? And from my uh, mother tongue, it translated, we we called it the dark door because it had. Not a thing back. A very beautiful dark wood door, right? And at night it looked like just a black void. And legend has it someone died there, and the house went uninherited because the children wanted nothing to fucking do with it. And then one day, out of nowhere, the house got a garage and a car out front, and no one knew who lived there. Once again, I was I was a kid, so this might just be. You know, bad memories and an overactive imagination, but I'm telling you that that shit was overnight. It just appeared because the house was like across the street and two houses down from one of my best friends. So you would have so known if they were working on something. Yeah, I mean, I visited him at least at least once a week, right? And sorry, there's a hair in my mouth. There we go. And like the other one, my other friend was just across the wall. So between those two houses, that's where we spent most of our time. So we would have known if something went on. And especially a whole fucking garage. Like a garage doesn't just kind of like boop. There's a garage. Yeah, and once we went and um, uh, I played Ding Dong Ditch, and I almost got shot. But I mean, that's something I can explain. It's a gun and a cranky old man. Yeah, I mean, I think most of us have like a. As, as, as weird as it sounds, most of the people that I've talked to, and including my friends, all, all have one of those kind of, uh, like, I had a gun pointed at me kind of moments, because, I mean, that's happened to me several times. I had guns pulled on me at a convenience store in my hometown. 
I had some drunk dude waving a loaded shotgun at me and my friends from like 50 feet away one day in like the middle of the day. He was just fucking plastered, like just shit-faced drunk waving around a shotgun at a bunch of like 17-year-olds. Um, but that's definitely something I can explain. <laughs> I, know, um, I, I have a lot of respect for guns. My grandfather is a gunsmith, so... Mm. I, I, that's I, fucking I, cool. I, I learned, it is, and I learned about guns and I know how fucking dangerous they are. Yeah, I mean, it's a tool. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's used for something. It's, it's, they're, they're scary, man. As much as I'm an advocate for America, for the United States Second Amendment, even if I don't live there, people need to take guns more seriously. It's not just a toy. It's not a cool thing to wave around in a rap video. It is serious shit. Like, it can take a human life in less than a fucking second. Like, <laughs> yeah, easy. And it doesn't even have to be a big on a handgun to the head. It, you're dead. You're gone. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, it can be as, as small as a baseball. You know, they have those little. Mm. What's that line from? Uh, I don't know if you ever seen Pineapple Express, but. Uh, I have. Okay, oh, that line though, where he picks up that tiny gun, Danny McBride's character, and he's like, "I used yeah. this gun when I was a prostitute," and it's like, you know, the little one that fits in a purse. It's like that'll still fucking kill somebody. It'll 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 hurt at the very least. It'll hurt someone badly. Yeah. Even a paintball gun. If you sh- if you shoot someone in the eye with a paintball gun, they don't have an eye anymore. Yeah. No. It's dude. Paintball guns are fucking brutal, man. Like any any gun in any sense is brutal. Like it's it's a gun. Yeah. The other unexplained thing was um when we when we went fishing and um I thought we had um sirens on the fishing wires so whether we could sleep but the, we could still have lines in the water. Um and I was I, I'm a light sleeper whenever we go camping or something like that. So I wake up very easily and I thought I heard one of the lines go off. So I get out of the tent so I can reel in whatever we caught, throw it in the bucket and you know recast. And I go outside and none of the lines are running and I look out on the water and at first, I thought I was just seeing the moon's reflection, but when I looked up, the moon wasn't in the sky, and there was just just this tiny glow on the on the dam that was just moving, not in any unnatural way, but at the same time, extremely unnatural. It was like this small glowing orb just moving over the water, and all of a sudden, it shot up and gone. Hmm. And that's also something that I haven't really been able to explain. Damn, that's kind of that's that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, again, this was when I was 14 or 15. Hmm. One of the, somewhere in that range. Yeah, I'm, I'm like 90% sure it wasn't a dream because I was like fully aware and I went back to sleep. So that, you know, that's not something I do in dreams. So, that's, but that's, yeah, it's, it was weird. That's definitely pretty fucking crazy. I mean, I, I don't know. It's something I can't explain. Shit, I don't know. I don't really like... I don't get out enough to, like, really... And, like, even when I was a kid, like, I don't know. Like, shit I can't explain. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really have to, like, think about that one. But I think for now we could probably just move on to the next one because I don't want to bog down the show with trying to think about the answer to that question right now. So if you want me, we can move on to the next one. Yeah, sure. This one is The Meaning of Life 42. 42. Uh, what is a movie you can quote from start to finish? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, dang. Like, a lot of the Marvel movies. I'm, there you go. Hey, man. I'm, I'm a big fan. Probably Back to the Future. I, I, I can, I, I'll do a decent job with Back to the Future. Okay. Like if, while it's playing, like, not from, yeah, yeah, not from memory, yeah. but if it's playing in front of me, I can probably give you all of the lines as it goes. 
um holy grail of course i was just gonna say that that one's mine that's like that's front to back no problem yeah no that it's it's iconic it's a great film man shout out those guys in monty python i love those men very much and uh yeah those all those movies are great i'm trying to convince my wife to to watch life of brian but i don't know it's okay this is coming from a christian life of brian is a masterpiece it's a great film dude it's a great great fucking film like every sperm is sacred is a great or no that's meaning of life never mind but yeah life of brian like just the alien scene like the first time i saw that i was like what the fuck the whole thing with the um, the two things one the coliseum thing where they they forced him to rewrite the sentence like a fucking school teacher and everyone thought he was this legendary hero and meanwhile he was just forced to do it and in the end, they were singing Always Look on the Bright Side of Life while hanging on fucking crosses. Yeah, man. What's that line from that song? Worst things happen at sea, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Monty Python, I love those dudes. Life of Brian's great. Monty Python and the Holy Grail is... Yeah, that's that's an iconic film. That's, like, I think, one that a lot of people would be like, Oh, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I know that movie, like, 85% of the way through. I've met people here, and, I mean, it's because of the country. Pop culture isn't so... We're like a few years behind on pop culture, um, and I've met friends who is ne- who have never seen um, Holy Grail, and like when I, when you indoctrinate someone to Monty Python, you go to you dip into Holy Grail first because it's such a I mean, everyone knows the Arthur legend. Yeah, I think it's also like the most like digestible one of like all the Monty Python stuff. It's like I think the the funny parts are kind of like more upfront in that movie. I feel like like you said, it's the easiest way to kind of like dip someone's toe into Monty Python. Yeah, and you get a you get a nice feel for their comedy before moving on something, like yeah, I, I've, I've people have asked me why I like Life of Brian because it seems like blasphemy, like because it's comedy, like there, there is a separation. You, 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 I can separate my religion and something that is just objectively funny. Yeah, I know yeah, a lot of people this... struggle with that, which is like it's rare to find. Like I think that's part of the reason that my wife doesn't really want to watch Life of Brian is because it like it pokes fun at like you know religion and shit like that and like she's a she's a really like devout woman and like me on the other hand not so much but like i can understand her not wanting to get into it but like you said you need to definitely separate like your religious stance from just like looking at that movie just objectively and like it's just a funny fucking movie no i i get the point that people want to make but in my opinion if you can't laugh at yourself then you don't have a sense of humor. Didn't they say that at the end of Life of Brian, you have to be able to laugh at yourself? It's just like, it's like that line from, uh, what is it, the line from Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. It's like, was it, life's a laugh and death's a joke. Like, Yeah, that's one. You know, you just, got, you just got to ride it out, man. And like you said, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. You can't take yourself that fucking seriously all the time, or else you're going to drive yourself insane. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's like, oh my, I, got, I thought my power just went out. Damn. Uh, no, I, I didn't move my mouse, so my screen went off automatically ah. because nothing happened. And, oh, that almost gave me a heart attack. Damn, man. All right. Well, shit. Uh, well, if that's the case, we can uh, we can move on to the next one, man, if you want. Okay, I'm um, 66. 66. It doesn't go all the way to 666, so this is the next best thing. <laughs> um, I like this one. You're given $5 million to open a mini museum. What kind of museum do you make? Definitely, uh, um, I don't want to call it a pop culture museum, but yeah, a pop culture museum. Like, uh, I'll get one of the original DeLoreans from Back to the Future. There you go. Like, 
because it's if, and that's my dream car getting a DeLorean putting the Ferrari engine in it and souping it up to look exactly like the one from Back to the Future like um get like the crown they used in Holy Grail just get all of the cool pop the but the originals the cool yeah. pop culture shit because t- that's something I would want to go to. I'd want to see the DeLorean. Absolutely. I'd want to see the mo- the model um, t- Tyrannosaurus they used for um, th- 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 Jurassic Park. Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic Park. Yep. Like th- those are things that I I would pay good good money to see that. Like, yeah, that, that that's that's what I op- that's what I try to open up. That's a really good answer. I like that answer. That's that's yeah. Pop pop culture museum. I think it'd be cool. I mean. Living in, like, America, you're kind of surrounded by that shit, like, all the time, and it's, like, sometimes you're kind of beaten over the head with it, but I think, like, a museum that's specifically for, like, the original versions of things from pop culture, like you were saying, would be really, like, niche and, like, dope, because I'd, like, I, like, I like Back to the Future, it didn't, like, you know, like, it's a good movie and I enjoy it, but, like, it didn't, like, holy shit, like it did for a lot of people, but, like, if I could see the actual DeLorean, I would go. Like, absolutely. There's no question. No, yeah. Back to the Future is a special place in my heart since it was my first Steven Spielberg movie. Mm. Definitely not the last, not by far, but I got, I, I got into I got into movies pretty late. Like, I only saw Indiana Jones when I was, like, 15, 16. I mean, dude, if it it makes you feel any better, I mean, I'm 30, and I just saw my cousin Vinny for the first time, like, a month ago, so, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, a movie you're super familiar with, but it's, uh, it's one of those, like, staple film kind of things, where it's, like, yeah, it's, it's Joe Pesci, and fucking Ralph Macchio, and, like, it's a good, good movie, so, if you're looking for a movie, shout out, uh, shout out my cousin Vinny, it's a good movie. Yeah. Also, Marissa Tomei's hot as hell, so, good on her. Yeah, that, 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 you can't argue with that. No, it helps when, when Marissa Tomei is in a movie because she's hot. But, uh, all right, man, cool. If you want, we can move on to the next one. All right, 69 for obvious reasons. Nice. Uh, this one's fun. See, okay, so when I was writing these down, there are a couple of numbers like that stood out, obviously 69 and 420. And I thought make 69 interesting and make 420 interesting, but I opted against it. But I will say I still like the question for number 69 which is what is the most boring superhero you can come up with oh so you can either so i've had people on that have answered this question before and i'll give you their their boundaries essentially which is you can either pick a, an actual superhero that you think is just like boring because i've had people say like batman because he's not really a superhero he's just a rich dude with gadgets and then like me when i get answered with this question i just think of like the lamest thing i can possibly think of so you're free to either get creative or just like call out a superhero you think is lame as shit well one that i've seen on the internet before is captain obvious she mm. like appears like hey, you're dying thanks <laughs> captain obvious can uh, you help me <laughs> no nope i'm only here uh, for the uh, afterwards like and just people like named after like the uh, captain cynically comes up like i'm dying we're all dying. Like, no, but can you help me? No, probably not. You're, you're gonna die now. Like, just those this the, the absolute pointlessness. Or um, I mean, like, if, like, like I don't know, like, if you're familiar with the show South Park, but they have in one episode they have Captain Hindsight, and basically he just like he fl- like he flies to like there's an apartment building on fire, and he basically just tells the fire department what they could have done to prevent the fire, and then just leaves. 
yeah, something like that. Something that's like it's just something that adds insult to injury would be fantastic. I think that would be great. Yeah, mine are always like ridiculous. Like the last one I think I came up with was like Roy, the only guy who can't die in a car fire, but like he doesn't know that he has the superpower because he's never actually been in a car fire. So he's just like a random dude who just like has this crazy superpower, but he has no idea that he has it unless he's actually winds up in a car fire. I have a worse one. It's the, a, a man with the superpower to die instantly when he just discovers he has superpowers. Shit, that's a good one. That's so just, that... He thinks, do I have superpowers? I think Done. I have superpowers. Done. Right. Yep, immediately. That's great. Hell yeah. Netflix, fucking let's make a movie. Uh, perfect, man. All right, cool. So we are five questions in, so we're actually just going to do a quick little ad break. Uh, so I will be, we'll be right back, like literally in a second. All right, sweet. Ad break over. Uh, so if you want to, we can move on to number six. I mean, like not number six, but the sixth question. Uh, that's 96 because it's 69 backwards. Hey, 96. Um, does free will exist or is everything predetermined? Fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, this, can, this, this show, yeah, definitely can be like something small and meaningless. like, And then all of a sudden it can be like, so what's life mean? <laughs> so see, this this is the question that a lot of like it made me struggle with religion a lot because god knows everything so how can free will exist i reject that like god can know everything he can do that pop off i have free will nothing is predetermined because if everything is predetermined then life becomes meaningless so i believe firmly that life is free will but there is always the argument against that of well what if you're just destined to believe that what if you're programmed to believe that like yeah i can take i can strip all my clothes down streak down the street but what if that's exactly what needs to happen what if that's what you're meant to do like that's always the argument that you can give against free will but i'm a firm believer free will every man woman and child has the options to do whatever they want so yeah, I think I definitely tend to agree with you. I'd say that that free will is definitely something that I feel exists. I mean, I can understand the argument for things being predetermined, especially with, you know, all different religions kind of speculating how things are supposed to go. And not even just religions, just people in general. But I would say, yeah, with me, I'd say free will definitely exists because, like, I didn't have to do this fucking show tonight. Like, I could have just emailed you and been like, yo, dog, let's reschedule. Or, like... There, there's a million things that like I, we could just choose not to do, and that right there is quintessential free will. It's just like I'm good, like that's really it. Like it's two words. I'm good. Like yeah, that right there is is free will. It's you know, yo, I'm going somewhere. You want to go? I'm good. That's free will. It's not like yeah. we're going, motherfucker. Hi, you're not a slave to every single whim you have. It's you have like you have options, and you can. One of my one of the biggest arguments i've read is you can change your mind like it's not like like some robot like once you sit on a path that's the path you go like i was originally going to study um acting now okay. we're doing it like it's 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 choices we've made we change our minds we do shit like our 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 podcast was going to be called the unnecessary violence podcast we changed our minds like it's uh, shameless shameless self plug there hey man um, no go for it no but uh, it's it's th that's not even the fucking name anyway <laughs> we can change our minds that's the 
core of it and that's what that's what sets us apart from animals like we can think we can perceive we can react to the environments around us in a way that other animals on earth just can't yeah no that's uh, that's that's huge man i mean it's you know yeah absolutely and yeah you know free will for sure is just like like you said you can just you it's it's really up to you it's 100 percent your call i mean like we said you know we can understand i can understand people thinking shit is predetermined and i get it and but at the same time like you were saying if it's predetermined then life loses all meaning like shit just gets boring it's like well things are going to pan out the way they're fucking supposed to pan out and i'm just here as like a passive stander by you know in my own fucking life basically i think a lot of people who feel like that are people that are in ruts or in like dead-end jobs or something like doing the same thing every day and it just you have the first of all you have the option to quit you yep. don't, i don't, wouldn't suggest it but like, no don't do but something it, yeah like, you you can make you a change and improve yourself or your life like just yeah, by make, making a small change even yeah, like choose one friday night and go to a bar you've never gone to before or swipe left, swipe right on a girl you didn't, I, I don't use Tinder, I don't know if it's left or right, but like swipe the approving direction to a girl you'd never, you'd never think that you'd match with. I believe it's right swipe. It's like to someone you think, hey, listen, this girl, I don't think we can, we will we'll click it all. Swipe right, try it out. Like it's your own job to make your life interesting. To life is a choose your own adventure book, man. It is, and don't make the choices that will get you wound up in jail. That's yeah. That's also, not yeah. A good idea. Don't be a don't be a dumbass. I guess would be the the kind of shortened version of that. Just like don't be dumb. And use your use your free will to be a good person. And use your common sense so you don't wind up in fucking jail. <laughs> yeah. Did you see what Netflix did? What did they do now? Okay, so there's a French film, right? About now, I I, I read very little about it because I wasn't. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but essentially it's about a 11-year-old girl who wants to join a dance troupe, right? Okay. And the French poster for the film looks classic happy-go-lucky. It's, if I, if I remember correctly, it's either six children, it's like a few children and I think one adult, like clearly in dance clothes, walking down a street. You know, your classic happy-go-lucky children's poster. But here comes Netflix, fucking fooling, throwing on the throttle, just posting a poster of very clearly sexualized children in very skimpy clothes and like on their poster and they put with the with the phrase uh, like the tagline i um this is an 11 year old girl who wants to do go to a twerking dance troupe like they emphasize mm. that which is mm. in none of the french marketing material apparently like i didn't dig too deep into this and like they took it back and they apologized but that had to go through layers at netflix like multiple people had to approve that yeah it's not just one person slaps a stamp on it and that's the poster yeah it's not just like terry the intern who just thought hey this is a good idea let's go it's like an entire marketing department had to think hey this is a good idea let's let's do that and it's it's disgusting and that's a bad use of free will yeah, don't sexualize children, Netflix. What the fuck, dog? I mean, Netflix does get to kind of have like a track record of doing whatever the fuck they want. Like, I don't. Um, I remember it must have been a couple years ago, but they released a documentary about John Stamos that he didn't know was coming out about him, and he like fucking flipped out. Like, he went to Netflix headquarters and was like breaking shit and like screaming at people. So Netflix doesn't really give much of a fuck because. 
it's just they make so much money. I don't really think that like they can take the hit, I guess, which is like don't take yeah. this as me standing up for Netflix because it is just like an evil corporation, but they do provide a lot of entertainment to a lot of people. But yeah, like you were saying, don't over-sexualize children. The fuck? My favorite thing that Netflix does is, hey, this character seems a little bland. Boom, slap gay on him. Oh yeah, that's that, the easiest. Fix it. That's the easiest way to get a Netflix show big. Gay, gay, yeah, because, because, uh, gay, black, Muslim, woman. But but um, never the main character. No 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 no. It's always, no. It's always like the best friend or like like yeah. something like that. Netflix won't have the balls to make a gay main character. Like I want to see a lesbian black woman play a lead, and they'll never fucking do it. No, they don't they, have it, the balls. Yeah, it's gonna take. I mean, like they were. They definitely have enough stuff to, like, cater to the LGBT community, and, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't watch Queer Eye, because I absolutely watch Queer Eye, and I love that show very much. Um, but, yeah, Netflix definitely does cop out when it comes to, like, we need a new show. It's like, we'll just get, like, a black girl, and that'll be the show, and yeah. we'll make a bunch of money on that. And it's like, nothing against them. Make your money. And the black actresses and stuff, go out, you know get your get your notoriety get your money absolutely good for you netflix is a big deal but yeah netflix definitely needs some uh some creativity in that building instead of just like probably the same six people i assume just sitting around a sitting around a boardroom and just kind of being like well which demographic do we want to go after today yeah but it's, it's always like you know let's disown let's disown the straight white men while empowering everyone else and i mean the uh, straight white guy i can't probably i won't in the right to complain but i mean fuck you yeah i mean hey if if, if, you, if you if you want if if you want to throw shade throw shade equally otherwise you're just a piece of shit yeah otherwise you're just kind of being a bully to a certain like, certain group <laughs> it's always like if people tell me i'm racist no i'm not racist i hate everyone equally because i fucking hate white people because it's mostly white people who come up with bullshit like sexualizing children yeah, like we no, are dude, we, white, white people are not, we're not good by any stretch of the imagination. We're just another, you know, we're a pigment on a sack of meat hurling on a rock through nothing. Like, we're all just sacks of shit. Like, just leave people the fuck alone, man. Who cares? Like, damn. Like it's... Everybody has faults. We can all admit them. We're all just, like, the, the last good Netflix series I saw was The Witcher, which was fucking amazing. Man, I mean, Harry Cavill in leather, but... Well, that was a good. That, that, that was a good show. I mean, I didn't watch all of it, but the the episodes that I watched, I was like, "Yo, this this shit's tight." <laughs> I mean, it, it was, and and of course the. Uh, but here's the thing: the originals, they're always the good ones are always based on something else. Like Umbrella Academy mm. was also fantastic, but it's based off of someone else's shit. It's based off of a comic book. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Gerard Way, the the singer from My Chemical Romance. He like worked yeah. on the graphic novels the graphic novels are dope by the way if i don't know if you had a chance to read them but they're no, really fucking, they're, they're pretty fucking good they're uh they're animated really cool i like the i like the animation style of it i'm definitely gonna give them a shot soon no nah, man they're fun they're definitely fun they're not the longest things in the world but they're good i, I read them uh, i read them at my last job so but they're definitely worth checking out and i do like the umbrella academy though that is a good that is a good show i enjoy watching i like uh i like klaus klaus is my dude I think Klaus is everyone's favorite. I mean, uh, it's a toss-up between him and probably five. I like five too. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, five is the one. Okay, I'm on the younger side. I'm, I turned twenty like a month ago. Uh, but so, but I I relate to five. Like I can feel that 
pain and frustration. Like, everybody just looks down on him. And meanwhile, he's probably the most powerful member of the group. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's the oldest. I mean, he's the, you know, he's been around the longest. You know, but I mean, that is a great show. And shout out, shout out those dudes. Umbrella Academy's dope. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's worth watching. Yep. It's a show worth you know, watching. I no. more than recommend it. If you're looking for something to binge, watch The Umbrella Academy. It's dope. No, I binged the both. I binged the two seasons in like three days. It's Dude, very great. bingeable. They're so good, man. They're so like when, the, when season two came out, my wife and I ran through the whole thing in a day. Like we just sat down and we're like, "Fuck it, there's ten hours of fucking Umbrella Academy, whatever." Yeah. But uh, cool, man. All right, well, if you want, we got four left. We can move right along here. Yeah. Okay. One oh six. One oh six. Why do we dream? Oh. Uh, um well it's uh, okay i'm not a very big believer in anything metaphysical like uh, ghosts all that but i believe it's your subconscious reaching higher than it nor than it does when you're awake like things you process things you take in during the day that you process but you don't really notice because uh, it's been it happened more than once that i'd have a dream about like something that happened during that I notice something that's like important or something that will happen today. Like when I'm apprehensive, when I'm like when I'm stressing about something, I'd have a dream about it, and it would play out pretty similar. Like of course not exactly, but like I, I, my brain constructed a good image, and it, I think it's your subconscious helping you process what you saw that day and what you noticed, what you what you felt, and feeding it back to you in a digestible way. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that... Yeah. I, this question for me is always, like, difficult because I feel like my answer just, like, changes every fucking time I think of this question. Like, I don't know. Why do we dream? I just... I don't know. I feel like... For me, I would say, especially... Like, because I've noticed that... Like, I don't know how... I, I'm I'm fairly into smoking marijuana. Um, I mean... I, 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 <laughs> I, I, yeah, okay. Um, so I'm sure you notice that, like, if you smoke before bed, you don't really, like, I'm sure you dream, but you're less aware of it when you're stoned. If, if I'm, if I go to sleep while I'm high, it's time travel. I don't. Yeah. It's just, you close your eyes and then you wake up and it's tomorrow kind of thing. You know, it's that kind of thing. So I'd say, I don't know. It's, it's weird that we can just kind of like, like, cause like, especially once you know, like, yeah, if I smoke, I won't dream is the fact that like, you can just turn it off. Which is, like, kind of strange. Like, not turn it off, but, like, make your brain just kind of entirely skip that part of the night and then just kind of jump to the next. Because it's like, what is it? The average person dreams, what is it, like, four to six dreams per night? Something like that? I think it's a lot more, actually. Okay. I mean, that wouldn't shock me. But, man, why? I'm not 100% sure, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to claim to be a sleep expert. I mean, I, I can barely get fucking eight hours of sleep myself. So I'm not going to claim to be a, an expert on sleeping or dreams. But I would say, I don't know, like, if I had to get kind of... You were fucking on the money. I just Googled it. It's four to six times. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no. That was, yeah, I was kind of, that's kind of shocking. Um, all right, well, cool. Four to six times a night. Well, there we go. Um, why, though? Ah, oh, fuck. Um, I don't know, like, I feel like... And this is just me kind of getting a little trippy with it, but that's kind of the point of this entire podcast is like, I feel like, and the, it's, it's weird with dreams, especially because you always have like those bouts of like, I don't know, like how, how often you have deja vu where you just get like these quick dreams and then like you experience it like a month later, 
kind of thing. Yeah. It's weird that it, like, because I never remember having these deja vu dreams, but then I remember it the second that moment fucking happens. My brain's like, we've been here before. We've 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 played out this entire and like, it's always mundane shit too. Like I remember having deja vu of driving down a street in my dad's truck from my friend's house and like I didn't think of it and then like a year later it, it came to fruition and I was like well what the fuck is this like this is the most nonchalant useless bit of information my brain stored which is driving for five seconds down a strip of one like one way street like who cares so I don't know oh, man why do we dream I don't know that's a hard fucking question for me to answer on the thing of deja vu I get such aggressive deja vu like when it happens it like it throws me off balance when I get deja vu like because because it hits me so hard and that I, I and I know I already know the feeling of deja vu I know I will not remember where this came from and then only like weeks or months later like wait that's what I remembered it that's why the deja vu hit but it, like I still want, like incessantly think how why when I know this happened yeah deja vu's fucking weird it's it's like it's funny when it sets into because your body you can kind of feel it in like your head and your ch- at least I can like I can feel it in like my head and my chest when my my brain yeah. is kind of scrambling to be like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And then my chest is like, we've seen this before. Uh, we don't know what to do in this situation. So, like, everything just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, how did we predetermine this, essentially? How vividly do you dream? Uh, I would say it definitely wavers from, from night to night. I'd say some nights it's like... Okay, so this is one of the stupidest dreams I've ever had, but I can talk about it because it's a short dream. For some reason, this is one of the most vivid dreams that I remember having, and it was like 30 seconds long, and it was me walking up to a cooler, and I opened the cooler, and it was full of dry ice, and I literally went, fuck, that's cold, and that was the end of the dream. We just we just <laughs> moved on to the next one, and it was just like, what the fuck was the point of that? What was I supposed to take away from finding a cooler full of dry ice and just being fucked that's cold. Like, so, I don't know. I'd say lately it's been not so much. I haven't really been able to, like, play in the dreamscape. Like, I don't know if you've... Do you... Because I've been trying to research, like, um, like lucid dreaming. I've been thinking about maybe, like, kind of focusing on that. But the problem is, is there's, like, so much noise in my fucking head at the end of the day that I feel like trying to lucid dream would just be a pain in the ass. It's um yeah I I've lucid dreamed twice in my life once when I was very young and didn't really realize and once when I was sixteen, and don't try to incite lucid dreaming because I tried to do it once and I ended up instead of with a lucid dream with sleep paralysis and that is not mm. fun. That yeah my sucks. my wife has uh, this kind of thing. It's not sleep paralysis, but um, I mean I'm not gonna say it's like really night terrors either, but she wakes up in this kind of like limbo in between conscious and unconscious and it's always panic it's never like wake up and just like oh, i'm chilling it's always she wakes up with <gasps> and that's how it starts and then it'll either if i'm awake and i'm able to like put my hand on her back and be like it's me babe relax she'll kind of calm down but other times it gets to the point where like she's legit like screaming at the top of her fucking lungs and it's like holy shit like what is what it's, I'd love to be able to see inside of her head what is, like, triggering her to just, like, shriek like a fucking banshee. It might be sleepwalking. Like, 
I, I used to sleepwalk a lot when I was younger, and I have very vague memories of when I sleepwalked. Like, other times, none at, not at all. But, like, sometimes I was, like, very, very slightly awake, and you see shit, you, like, because you're still dreaming. Like, and she that but that might be what she's scared of. Like, I dream vividly about once every two or three weeks. Like, in between, like, I have vague dreams. That some I, I have, like basically a lucid dream where i don't realize i'm dreaming but i'm still like it's as if i'm awake and in this situation i just don't realize hey this is ridiculous i'm in a dream like just like two or three nights ago i had a dream where i was being chased by a giant spider and at one point it was like going with one of its f feet to mash me and i blocked and i managed to shoot lightning out of my hands at it oh fuck it was fucking cool. What was the bad part was I couldn't do it again. Mm. So then this part tried to chase me every now and again. Where you're just like, eh, eh. Yeah, you know, I tried to turn around and throw the lightning again, and it just wouldn't happen. And I don't know how that dream ended. I can't remember, but I remember that part very vividly. It's it's weird that like you just remember like bits and pieces of our consciousness, like kind of just like playing. I guess because I guess that's, I'd say that that. You know what? That, yeah. That, why do we dream? I'm gonna say that's my answer. I think it's like the brain is finally winding down from its day of just like having to focus on menial bullshit, and it's finally like, all right, time to get creative, and just like fire on all cylinders all of a sudden when we're just like everybody's asleep. It's like the brain works third shift. I'd say it's like the easiest yeah. way for me. I'd say like the brain likes to have its fun when the body's just like, all right, we're just gonna focus on breathing and like pumping blood. That's it. And we don't need anything else right now. No, we're good, man. But uh, all right, cool, dude. Well, if you want, we can move on to uh, the next one. We got three left. Yeah, 111. 111. Okay. Will religion ever become obsolete? Yes, most definitely. Like, um, okay, um, assuming that um, all religion is false, most definitely, because either the apocalypse will come and people will realize, hey, religion was bullshit, no one was raptured, so Christianity was bullshit and um, Judaism was bullshit, or it will happen and they're like, oh, yeah, those people, they, they, they were right, huh, shit. And even then, if even if it doesn't happen, even if we go to technological utopia, I think there will always be religious people but I think it will lose its role that it has in society today as, like, this big thing. I mean, even just, thing. like, even just, like, in my lifetime, I mean, I'm only 30, but, like, I went to Catholic school when I was younger. And, like, I guess even seeing just, like, how people perceive religion from when I was younger to where I am now, it seems like religion has taken, like, a major, not a major step back, but a noticeable step back. Yeah. At least in the, like, not necessarily in the people that I surround myself with, because I don't exactly surround myself with like the most overtly religious people in the world. But like my wife's grandparents are missionaries and they go to Africa and shit like that and good for them. And, you know, I can appreciate religion and I absolutely, I'm not going to take anything away. And I'm also, I, it's not also my place to bully people if they believe in something. Believe what you want to believe, man. I'm, I'm fucking doing my thing. You fucking do your thing until some dude kicks down my door and like punches me in the face with a Bible or something. Like, I don't care. It's fine. Do your thing. But I would say like, even like I was saying, it's, I've seen such a noticeable step back that I don't know why in like, let's say 40 years, it would just be all of a sudden like a major step forward. It's, it, I don't know. I think I agree with you in the sense that it'll become obsolete. I'm not entirely sure when, but 
there's definitely going to be that point in time where, where humans just go like, ah, I don't know if we need this anymore. Yeah, and uh, I think in a large part of the step back, and I, um, South Africa is a is a religious country. Like, yeah, there's like in America, there's a large, a very large part of the population that's like atheists. That's not true in South Africa. Like, it's a weird thing to find an atheist. Like, and I'm making them sound like they're some weird thing. It's not <laughs> weird. You have every right to believe what you want to believe. Like. Would I prefer it if everyone believed in God? Yes. Am I going to fucking bash my friend's door in with a Bible? No. I mean, he knows. He has the choice. He made his choice. I'm going to... I mean, he has every right to it. Yeah, I think if that that's... If he comes to me one day and says, hey, I want to convert, yeah, cool, let's sit down. Let's have a chat. Otherwise, I'm not going to pressure anyone. It's that's, not worth it. That's the thing is, like, like religious people... I, like, I feel like... Because when I tell people, like, I don't really believe in, like, religion itself, a lot of people take that as, like, me... Not necessarily bashing, but like immediately trying to separate myself from from this person because I know a lot of people hold on to their religion like it's the only thing that they have because it's theirs. It's they control how much they give and how much they care about that kind of religion, more or less. And yeah, I don't know. It's just it's weird. It's really I don't know. Like growing up in Catholic school, it's like I got to see that side of it and I like I had communion and all this other shit and it's like and I know Catholicism and Christianity are different but they're I'd say pretty closely related like close enough yeah exactly you know maybe not identical twins but like paternal twins I'd say um yeah at the very least uh, yeah the same same dad at least but I don't know I just I don't know, man. It's religion. Religion is strange. I mean, I think a lot of people now. Also, that's another thing. I think that people now are also information's a lot more readily available now instead of like how it was. You know, yeah. I'm not even gonna say like you know, fucking a thousand years ago, but like even just fifty years ago, it's like, you know, we we have the entire wealth of human knowledge basically in our pockets. Like we're we can grab any bit of information we want from anybody that we want at any time just with a computer in our fucking pockets like it's see i don't know like i don't really know when i became like i guess i'm not gonna like unreligious i guess i'd say is like i think i think what actually you know what i can probably tell you when it happened and it was so my family my my father's side was the more religious side my grandmother was really into religion and my her sister my mother joan she was a she was a nun lived in a nunnery her entire life ended up becoming like the president nun at the nunnery she was at devoted her entire life to to jesus and god and then instead of him just letting her have like a restful passing he decided well you know 70 is a good age to get stage 4 ovarian cancer at and just kind of rot away in a hospital bed until you just let out your last breath that to me was like the final just like all right well what the fuck is the point then you're going to devote your whole life to this shit just to go out like a groaning weight losing puking like radiation filled mess like you don't you gave your entire existence to this person and they're just gonna fucking bury you like that like that that was the day for me where i was like i'm i'm washing my hands of this like there's where what the fuck is the point like if you're gonna be like that's literally like I'm, I'm having trouble coming up with an analogy but it's just like it's you do all this extracurricular work 
just to be driving a car that's guaranteed to explode exactly or it's yeah exactly it's it's you know you're you're driving a car and then all of a sudden like you're like oh it's my house and then right at the end of your driveway just like spike strips show up and just like fuck your car like it's that kind of thing i i just that to me was the first time my brain couldn't wrap its head around how to justify what i had seen happen to somebody who gave their entire life to this thing and then just to have it you know you know he watches and he cares and all this other shit it's like well if he cared especially about the people that devoted their entire lives to him why the fuck would you make this woman just like rot in front of her family and that's the last way i remember my mother joan is like a hundred pounds lighter her eyes sunk into her skull and her just like groaning because she can like barely like continue to exist so that for me was the day where i was like yeah i'm done like so I mean, going back to the original point, I think we're both in agreement that it will become obsolete, but I think I can't put a number on when it will be, but I, I would say that at some point in human existence, I think we're not going to need any of this shit. Because it also, it's, it's also, I don't know, it's really divisive, I think, is another problem, is like, that's one of the issues I have with it. It's like religion and politics. I know it's those things you're not really supposed to talk about, but, you know, it makes for interesting conversation sometimes, especially if you can have conversation at like a normal volume like you and I are having. You know, you're not screaming. I'm not screaming. I think we're both kind of handling ourselves as adults right now. Yeah. So I'd say that's another issue that I have with it is it's really divisive. And I think that people are going to kind of realize like, yo, just like life's fucking lame regardless of what you do. Like, it's annoying. Like, it's going to be annoying. Just try to find the small bits of of goodness in it that you can take with you and carry, you know, into the next day or something, you know, just survive the day. That's really it. And I mean, and I can understand religion being people's, you know, reason for doing that. And I mean, you know, I'm sure that a lot of people get out of bed and, you know, they, they immediately thank God for the day and stuff like that and good on them. And, you know, if you're, if you're willing to put your faith in that, you know, heavily, then good on you. I'm not, here to belittle people i'm not here to talk down to people i'm not better than anyone like i'm just a fucking guy with a podcast who's just like chilling like it's my view has no bearing and should not have any bearing on anyone at any point like i don't really value my opinion that much so i don't think other people should value my opinion that much yeah and back to the original question i honestly think it'll be Honestly, I think that the downfall of major religion will be within our lifetimes, man. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. But if it wasn't, it also wouldn't. But I would say, yeah, I, yeah, I could, I could absolutely see it. Think about all the things like, and uh, this is not. I need to make this clear. None of these reflect my opinions. This is just things that have been in the news. Like, think of all the pedophilia scandals in the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. Think about all the conspiracies, conspiracies about the Jews controlling the world governments. You know, like, like um, Islam being a religion of terror. Like all of that. Like a religion is getting a bad name, and uh, and fucking is coming from a religious person. It's fucking high time that people become very, very skeptical about who's feeding them their information. I mean, look at um, Jim Baker, like, with his mega churches. He's not a fucking religious man. He's pretending to be religious so he can sell products to gullible people. They yeah, dude, I mean, like... Desperately I... trying to save their souls. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's that's the thing, is a lot of these people, they 
they think they can buy their way into heaven by just like giving fucking pricks like Joel Osteen fucking money. And it's like, I went past Joel Osteen's mega church when I went to Houston in March. And I was like, wow, that is the most unnecessary fucking building I've ever seen in my entire life. It's the size of an aircraft hangar. And it's just, here's, here's a guy who's just giving money and has a fucking private jet and all this other bullshit. And it's like, why do you need that? Do you need that? I don't think you need that. You know, if, if you're a religious man, you're supposed to be living a non-materialistic life. I was going to say, like, the your last... money to the people who need it more. That's the thing. I've heard that, like, religion is supposed to help people, but then, like, what was that? Like, Joel Osteen, it was like, was it the hurricane in Houston? He straight up was like, fuck no, and just locked his church and was like, no one's coming in. No. I'm not taking in the homeless. I'm not taking in anybody. It's like, oh, so you're just a fucking asshole. You're just a rich fucking asshole. That's all you are. I know, like even if religion itself might have, but I, I, I don't think religion is bullshit. But I think organized religion is absolute bullshit. That's the problem. It's, is it's, it's it's too many human hands got in the punch bowl. I think that's the problem. It's it's yeah. hum, humans are fucking dumb, and humans are. It's it's one of those things where it's like, I think too many human hands got involved, and when human hands get involved, mistakes get made, people make shit up, and also you know it's one of those things. Where it's like absolute power will corrupt absolutely and Joel Osteen has absolute power over thousands of people and if he can get them to all reach into their pockets pull out 20 bucks a piece there's his gas for his fucking private jet for the month <laughs> no, I haven't set foot in a church in years now because I don't believe in churches I think churches are shams it's people who want to act holier than thou say hey I went to sh- church on Sunday where were you shut the fuck up Karen. Yeah, they w- you know you only went to church so you can say that you, you went, went to, to church. church yep there are some people who go to church honestly for genuine reasons and there are not all churches are like that like it's a generalization there are always outliers but for the most part churches and organized religions are all money-making shams it's bullshit it's people abusing their power over other people well dude it's like so so the Catholic school that I went to, the church that was associated with the school was literally right next door. It was separated by maybe like 60 feet. And this, the the priest there, whose name was Father Tom, one, guy's a fucking piece of shit. I just want to preface that. If anybody out there listening to this knows Father Tom and knows me, tell, uh, actually, you can't because he's dead, but fuck him and fuck you too. Um, <laughs> he, uh... I remember, like, nights, dude, going into, like, the local gas station at my in my hometown to go, like, buy a pack of cigarettes, like, years and years ago. And I would be, you know, like, at the bar till it fucking closed. And then I would, like, you know, go to the gas station, grab a pack of smokes before going home or something. And the fucking priest would be in there buying, like, $130 of scratch tickets at a whack. Like, losing on fucking all of them. And then just going and be like, oh, fucking give me another hundred dollars. Like, he's just giving, he's just spending all the money that these fucking people are just giving him on fucking scratch tickets, which, if I remember correctly, isn't greed one of, like, the cardinal sins? Yeah, one of the seven deadly sins. Exactly. So, like, and the ridiculous part is, is one of the women in the church, like, had a shitload of money and she left it all to him. And that's what he was doing. This woman left him, like, over two million dollars. And he was just spending this woman's money trying to make more fucking money on the lottery. It was like the skeeviest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I saw it with my own eyes. It burned into my memory like, oh, that's the priest that refused to baptize your sister because your gay uncle wouldn't go on a date with him. Yeah, fuck that guy. You know, it's people, people don't realize they're using, they're abusing the name of God, of whatever God you might have, to make money and manipulate you. Like, that's, all you need is people to reach into their pockets, man. That's all you need. Like, 
So I, I've read the Bible cover to cover, and I'm, I form my own opinions. I don't let anyone else tell me, hey, this is how this was. This is how this is supposed to be interpreted. I form my own opinions, and I'm like, if someone wants to have a conversation about it, I'm open to it. But I've, you, you cannot tell me my opinion is wrong because I formed it myself. I, I studied and I did what I did. I made my own choices here. Exactly. The free will thing. Exactly. Yep. Perfect, man. All right, man. Cool. So if you want, we can move on. We got two left, so we can move on to the next one. One twenty-three. One, two, three. Uh, would you be able to tell if time had been altered in some way? You mean if, like, time altered around me and I kept memories of the old timeline? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, I, 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 I can't explain why, but I, like, I'm very observant to small pointless details and the, it's those small pointless details that would change like it, and it, it 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 threw me a, a few times but like and i googled it later and just found like a company changes logo and that's why things look different or some or a company has like two versions of something but yeah i i i'm very observant over small pointless bullshit that i will never find any use for when yeah. it comes to you know important stuff, you you can't ask me to remember that for five minutes. But small stuff, small stuff, I got you. Yeah, it's for some reason like small shit sticks around for me as well. I mean, I don't, I don't. I'd say that I probably wouldn't notice just because I'm so like, I I don't like being willfully ignorant around shit that I think matters, like you know, like the the pandemic yeah. and wearing a fucking mask and shit like that, like. That's whatever, but like for mundane shit, I think I would just like kind of gap that whole thing. Like it's like my job is kind of like numbed me to the point where like today I was covering a person's run that like kind of I know and like I was just going to customers that I normally like like that I know he didn't have, but driving by my brain was like you should pull in there. And I was like yeah okay. And it's like it's it's weird that we can kind of fall into these like that's not like a routine it was just kind of like something else took over and just kind yeah. of like forced me to ignore everything else other than just like D just go here you don't need to but just fucking go here and you're not going to realize you don't need to until you fucking go here and it's, it's a gut feeling and it's something you should always trust because it's almost always right yeah i mean dude following your gut is is a is a big deal it's it's you know it's I don't like when people are like, oh, that's fucking cliche. It's like, yeah, well, it's fucking cliche for a reason. Like, cliches don't just be fucking... Like, cliches aren't born cliches. Like, they become yeah. cliches because it's a tried and true thing. And it's like, trust your gut. Like, it's... No, 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 no. Like, no. No, trust your fucking gut. Like, your gut knows. Your 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 body's able to tell you this is a good or a bad move. Yeah. It's always like... I fucking... I when like whenever we're walking in public like walking down the street if someone was walking towards me and i like get the urge to cross the street i do instantly because mm -hmm. you know it's because you see stuff that you might not pick up but maybe you like there was a glint from a knife in his hands that you didn't actively pick up on but your brain saw it and it's warning you it's sending off those bells even if you don't know why it's like always trust your gut because worst case scenario is you're wrong and you might look a bit silly. Best case scenario, it might save your life. Yeah, that's like, the thing. Is it's like really you were important. saying, like if the guy had a fucking knife and you just caught a glimpse of it and like, oh, I'm across the street just in case. And then like, all of a sudden you look and the next person he encounters, he just stabs the fuck out of. It's like, well, that could have been me, but it wasn't. Yeah. Because my gut was like, hey, move over there. 
So yeah, listen to your gut, people. You know, if your gut's telling you something, it's telling you something for a reason. So get after it. But yeah, I'd say if, if would I be able to tell if time had been altered? Probably not, just because I'm like, I'm willfully ignorant to just like most of the shit that goes on around me other than just kind of things that are pertinent to me in that situation. So it's like, I don't know. I pay attention to the, I'm not going to say the bigger shit because I'm definitely a guy who likes to live in the moment. I think that's another reason I kind of wouldn't notice is I kind of focus on the present. Like if things had changed in the past or like the future, like, I mean, I just kind of roll with where I'm at in time. Seeing as time is also a human thing, you know, it's a man-made thing. So shout out time. Oh, it's not. It's just the, how we address time is even thing. Like, we 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 put a measurement on the fact that we die. Yeah. Which is weird if you think about it. Like, we essentially gave ourselves countdown clocks. Yeah. What is it? I was listening to something yesterday. I don't remember what it was, but somebody was saying instead of asking how old you are, you should ask how young a person is. Because it's like that. It's like saying how old you are kind of gives like everybody like on like the back nine more or less to make like a golf analogy but like if you ask like oh how old are you it's kind of like yeah and you tell somebody and you're like yeah i'm kind of spinning towards the grave whereas it's like you know like how young are you <laughs> you know it's a different kind of your brain perceives it a different way i think and you kind of you won't immediately be like how young am i be like yeah i'm only like 30 you know, it's not that fucking old. Like, I mean, like my wife likes to make jokes that I'm old and like my sister-in-law when she found out. So I didn't, I don't, for some reason she didn't know how old I was. And then when I told her I was going to be 30, I thought she was going to have a fucking stroke. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I try to live in, in now. I try to, I, I used to try yeah. to focus on the future. And I also did the other thing where it was like living in the past consistently. And it's like, the future just stresses you out and the past just gives me a fucking headache. I'd rather just kind of live in now and just kind of let the day take me where the day is going to take me. Like today, I wasn't anticipating working a 12 and a half hour shift, yet I did. Like, here we are. <laughs> like, yeah. But, you know. But all right, man. Well, cool. Uh, we got one left if you want to move on to the final question. Yeah, that's 135. 135. Um, can we know what happiness is without sadness? No. Okay, that's that's there, yeah. Go ahead. It's it 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 it's the classic thing of you can't have light without darkness because without darkness light would be blinding and without light there can't be darkness because there's no concept of it. It's, you need the good times to I mean you need the bad times to appreciate the good times even more. Like, if, if everything is just a constant state of... Like, um, I don't know if you've watched The Good Place. I have not. Um, do you plan to watch it? I don't, just because I, it doesn't really do, like, enough to interest me. I mean, I do appreciate the cast and the idea of it, and, like... But I just, like, never really... It didn't do enough to interest me to, to drag me into watching it. Okay, in that case, um, spoilers for The Good Place and how it ends eventually they get to the actual good place and quote-unquote heaven okay and it's all it's, it's this perfect place everything is always good and when they get there everyone is essentially zombies because everything is always good and what gives life meaning is the fact that it's going to end and the fact that it, there will come bad with the good and so they made basically a thing where you can permanently end your existence that's not the point. The point is, if you don't have anything bad happening in your life, you 
won't know when it's something good. Like, I I won't say that I've had a bad life. Like, I I'm a fortunate person. Like, I have it better than a lot of people. I mean, the big thing is I was bullied a lot. My parents got divorced. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. The f- fact that I was bullied a lot is like it made me appreciate the friends that I had and have now all the more because you know it's these. The, I I had zero friends until I was like sixteen, like absolutely none, and it made me when I started building those connections. It made me appreciate them so much because these were people who not just tolerated me; they actively wanted to be around me and to interact with me. Which back then, like it was insane. It it was such a cool thing that people didn't you know despise my existence, <laughs> and see. If that's a, such a nice contrast, like that, that, and it made the years worth it because now I have friends that I would not trade in for anything, like, and some of them come from three of them come from high school, like three of my best friends, um, I've been friends with since 2016 now, which I know in the grand scheme of things not that long, but still it's a world, it's a record for me. No, I man, friends are um, friends are, are. I'm not gonna say like. I'm not gonna say rare, but it's it's rare to find good friends, and when you find them, you gotta hold on to them. Like luckily for me, I have like, I have some close friends now that I've known since like middle school, so like we're like like fifteen, sixteen years. But yeah. like my two friends, Ryan and Andrew, I've known I've known Ryan since I was like four, and I've known Andrew since I was six. Like these are my two like oldest friends, and they're rare to find, man. It's really it's it's rare to find especially like good friends like you can find friends fucking anywhere like you can go to a bar and become friends with a person but like it's rare to find people that one want to like make an effort to hang around but also like people you actively want to be around as well yeah it's 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 and there's some people like say yeah i've got so many friends or the the stupidest thing is bragging about how many friends you have on facebook or something like that oh, who gives I a have, fuck I have eight people in my life right now I consider friends, like actual. Like I have a lot of people I'm friendly with, and I but I'm more consider them good acquaintances. Like mm-hmm. I have, like I'm, but I'm I'm a bit strict with the word friend and who I apply it to. But I have five people who I would consider friends, and for the those five people I would give anything for. I would do anything for. Like they, because that's how important they are to me. And I'm, and. Like I know they do the same for me, and it's that's gonna sound clingy, clingy, but I don't intend to let them go anytime soon because it's they're one some of the best things that have happened in my life. I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for the collective influence of those five people. Yeah, man, friends are fucking important, dude. I mean, they can they can change you as a person entirely. I mean, like uh, the people that I consider like my closest friends. I mean, like. Like, especially Andrew, like, I mean, when I mentioned going to Houston, like, I went to Houston for his bachelor party. Like, we flew, like, halfway across the country just to fucking go to Texas for, like, four days and hang out with him and, you know, some of his friends and shit. And it's like, I, I like, I wasn't gonna not go to Texas. Like, I, I live in Connecticut. I live fucking, like, on the East Coast. Texas is smack in the middle. And then we got California on the other side. And it's like, I'm terrified of flying. And... Like, I was broke, but I still went to fucking Texas to be there for my boy. And, like, you know, I knew I had to be there. It's it's one of those things where, like, when you 
when you have those close friends, you know that like it's kind of it doesn't even need to really be spoken either. I notice it's like a lot of friends just like you notice when you get to that point with like your close friends or just kind of like you kind of vibe off each other. You can get that feel for a person where like shit doesn't need to be said. You just kind of shit is implied or it's like weirdly like friendship telepathy where you're just kind of like yeah you just know exactly you know it's 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 rare to find so definitely definitely keep your friends close i know it says keep your friends close and your enemies closer that's not necessarily true um unless you're like that's bullshit that's yeah bullshit. it's it's you're, there's no point like honestly it's, it's gotten a point now where it's like keep your friends close and tell your enemies to go fuck themselves like that's it yeah like it's it you don't need to you know, it's not fucking, you know, 300 years ago or 200 years ago where it's like you're going to get into a pistol duel in the middle of the street with this person. It's like, that's not going to happen. Yeah, the way I see it is um, your your friends are your first, first line of defense against, well, first or last, like the closest line of defense against the world that you have. Yep. I, I mean, you're the exact same thing for them. Like, you, the, the, you that group is what what you can rely on because it's like family comes family comes and goes and this is this is, i'm fortunate that i i love my family i love all of them but but I, some people get abused by their family some people get written off some people just have bad relationships but once you get a good friend it's more than it's better than family because you know i always hate like people say oh but blood is thicker than water that's not true that's not how the saying goes the original saying is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb which means basically means the pe- the people you choose to surround you with and your friends can have so so much of a stronger bond than family that's just related by blood yeah i mean dude it's i mean that's i mean it's the easiest i mean it's true i mean like i going back like i think like there's like several members of my family that i haven't spoken with in fucking years but my friends like i try to talk to them at least like once a day like at least send them like a fucking stupid thing on snapchat or something just to let them know like hey you know, you, your little corner of the universe, like, you know, what's up, man? You know? Yeah. Shit like that. But, yeah, no, dude, like, fa- like friends with the family you choose, dude. I mean, like you said, I mean, I was lucky enough to have, like, a decent family. And, I mean, I love my parents. And, I mean, they got divorced and shit happened. But, you know, also as you grow older, you just kind of realize, like, yeah, our parents are just fucking human beings, too. You know, they're not, you know, they're superheroes when we're younger. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, yeah, they're just as miserable and broken as we are. Cool. All right, well... Yeah, they also have no fucking clue what they're doing. Exactly. That's another thing is, you know, like, our parents are, like, the the last generation that's, like, kind of technologically unsound and just kind of, like, stumbling through existence until it's kind of over. But, but yeah, I mean, dude, friends are rare. And, you know, it's it's good to keep them close and, you know, you got to hold the, on to them. One of the best examples I have is um, I had the opportunity uh, about, about a month ago, the 10th, it would have been the 10th of August, to go see my friends now they live in a town 600 kilometers away and my hometown is just it, it's very close to that so i wanted to, and my hometown is very small so i wanted to take a bus to the town that my friends live in and they're they're they're, they're, they're not at like university or at their jobs because of lockdown mm-hmm. but um, i was planning to go there visit them for a while and then go home but then um circumstances came up and i couldn't go and i'll be honest i was more depressed about not being able to see my friends than i was about not being able to see my dad and my brother again that was just it was it was a fucking blow i'll be honest no dude it's 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 rough man i mean like i don't i don't i mean i'm not gonna say i live far from my friends by any stretch of the imagination i can go i can drive from the town i live in now to my hometown in about 35 minutes give or take which is not far, but at the same time, like, 
it's a different state. It's all highway. It's it's, exactly. It's it's not where you know my friends aren't going to work an eight hour nine hour shift and then drive down you know 35 40 minutes to my house to come hang out or whatever but i'm close enough to all my friends where i know if i just go home like back to the town that i'm from and hit them up like immediately they're just gonna come flying out of the fucking woodwork just to hang out and it's like it's it's nice to just kind of know like yeah no i'm just gonna hit these people up and it's immediately just gonna be like a good thing and it's uh, I don't know, man. Friends are, it's like my favorite, like one of my favorite lines in the Bible has to do with friends. I don't remember. Fuck. What is it? I don't remember the exact fucking passage or whatever the fuck it's called, but basically like the end of it is like something, something like lay down your life for your friends or some shit. I'll have to, man, I'm going to try to fucking look that up real quick because it's going to drive me insane. Um, I don't. It's funny because like, friends, it's just like, hey, I'm I'm gonna be in town this weekend. Oh yeah, you can sleep on my couch. And just, you know, go yeah. nuts, pop off. You know, man, what is it? Um, no greater love is derived from a well-known verse. Blah blah blah. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. That's yeah. John fifteen thirteen. Um. You know, but I mean, that's that's one of the things in the Bible that I think would read, you know, ring true for me is like, I would die for my fucking friends if they absolutely needed me to. Dude, in absolutely, absolutely, man. It's, you know, it's it's rare to find good human contact, especially ones that you would literally be willing to lay down your life for, and it's they're rare to find. So when you find them, fucking hold on to them, man. You know. Yeah, grab that shit and don't let go. Exactly, man. Well, Brendan, dude, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Before I get into my end of the show spiel, um, I try to give all of my guests opportunity to promote whatever they want. So, I mean, dude, the floor is yours. Get after it. The only thing I have right now is the, our podcast, the Total Chaos Podcast. You can Google us. It'll be like one of the first results at the very least, I think. I'll also include a link to your show in the show notes below as well. I'd really appreciate that. Um, we have a few episodes. If you want to take a listen, I would highly, highly recommend starting off with one of the later episodes because the first few ones are cancer at its finest, most <laughs> concentrated. Um, Gotta love yeah, it, man. That, that, that's, about, that's about all I have. Well, uh, dude, I... I driving me on. Absolutely, man. I really, I really, again, I appreciate you coming on. I know it's, what is it, like 2.30 in the morning right now, give or take? No, no, it's 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 three twenty one. Ah, fuck. Well, uh, that's <laughs> a little ridiculous. Um, all right. Well, cool. Well, I guess fine. I'll it's fine. I'll get into my end of the end of the end of the show spiel here, so we can let you go and you can do whatever it is that you got to do. But um, all right, cool. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at tired creature creature spelled with a K instead of a C. At uh, high nice pod is the show's Twitter account. You can follow me on Instagram at tired creature. And this is a new thing that I just finally kind of ironed out, but. I figure people might people know what this is, so I figured now's the time to drop it. Um, I did start a Patreon. I know every fucking podcast does this, but I started a Patreon, so you can go to patreon.com forward slash high nice pod. Um, I think my highest tier is $5 a month. I'm not asking for a lot. Um, and if you want to support the show, that's the easiest way to do it because literally every dollar pumped into this show will just be pumped right back out through the show. Um but cool we've had a patreon since day one so don't be ashamed of that like, yeah man it was like one I, of the first things we made i just built it like this past week and i was like man i don't like asking for money but like 
like there's, like there's things I can offer people on Patreon that like I can't like like the five dollar one is like like right now it's literally just commercial free episodes like don't sign up for that one right now there's there's no draw it's literally one ad if you if you if you want to pay five dollars to to get away with one ad then by all means I appreciate you as a human being but just just click the skip forward thirty exactly. seconds on Spotify it's Easy really all you got to do you just you jump through the fucking ad that's fine I I still get the money for you listening to the podcast it's literally all it is. Um, but yeah, cool. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, I hope you check out the Twitter, the Instagram, the Patreon. Um, there's other shit I'm working on right now. Not really important. But Brendan, again, thank you very much for coming on, dude. Um, I know it is. It's it's an absurd time right now, and I yeah, I applaud just you. Pleasure, man. Just and, a pleasure. Well, I appreciate it, man. And uh, I will talk to you guys. I think I'm doing another show tomorrow morning, so that might be I good out. Luck with that. I appreciate it. That might be out tomorrow. That might be out Monday. I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling, but I love you guys very much, and I will talk to you on the next episode.